Hello and welcome to Yerushalmi Pea, Daf Dalid, in the Uzwater print. Um, a couple of catch-up Ha'aras, and then a couple of Ha'aras on the Daf. I, I think you'll find them interesting, but it might be a little bit longer today than usual, because I have a couple of questions that came in. Um, so one of them is that I had quoted this Chazal about Lashonar Keneged Kulam. So it's actually in the Tosefta of Pea, which is very, very important. And I just want to read you Tosefta Pea, Perak Aleph, um, Aleph through a couple. Uh, if, it's good to take a look inside. Elut um, that doesn't say there. There's a bare minimum. Which again, this is just interesting in contrast to the Gemara. You try to make your whole field pay in Opea, which we had in the Gemara. These are bad things in contrast to the Mishnah that listed good things. Uh, Not surprisingly, these are three terrible sins. I kind of wonder if they're connected. And then it says, which is obviously connected Torah. The Gros says that the Taiva for, for Bittal Torah is, is um, Lashon Hara. It, it represents that, etc., etc. Not for now, but but that's very, very fascinating. Chavetz Chaim brings this Mamre Chazal down, obviously, in in his amazing safer, the more you learn um, halachas about Lashon Hara throughout Shas, the more you see that literally Kol Razlo, honestly, he, he he knew everything and really, really incorporated so much there. Now, then, Oz Gimel, again, it's just fascinating. Zechus Yeshlo Karen Yeshlo Peros, which is reminiscent of the Mishnah. When a person does something good, there's a Karen, a principle, and a uh, fruit that comes. Shinamar, Imrut Sadaki Tov Ki Pri Malay and Yochelu, Averi Yeshlo Karen Ve'enla Peros. Which is very very fascinating. Shenamar oil the Russia ra ki gomor ya ki yasalo. Amani mekayim v'yochem mi pri darcham. It says there is pre ella avera shaosa peros yeshal peros. If it, I, I, I can't even explain this really. If the avera caused more ripple effect than than he is paid. Paid back with that ripple effect. Vishayno osaperos in laperos. Bachshava tovim and sarfel lemaisa is dalid ayin sham. Just those first four. It's kedai to see it inside. There's various sort of sort of thing, but that's the lashonar connected kulam that Chazal say, which is connected Torah. Um, just that part about Torah, right? So the Gra writes that every word is a mitzvah say by itself. And the Shmeres Chaim or Scheinberg has a whole shtickle on this. I believe it's the first one. Ayin sham. If you want some interesting raid. Um, also, the Chavetz Chaim is very famous that he used a stopwatch, which was a commodity back then. There's a famous story that I heard from Rabbi Klein, Rav Nachman Klein, that's all, who was a Talmud Muvak of Ruderman in, in Yisrael, and he said that um, that um, he heard this story from, I forgot where he got it from, but basically the Chavetz Chaim's um, wife wanted to get um, chairs in the house. So uh, they used to have like a, like a picnic bench that they sat on. Um, I don't think it had a back on it. And she wanted to get like chairs, so she said to him, "You know, let's let's replace our chairs and get something better." So he said, "He said to her, what do we need that for?'" So she said, "Well, you took me to Rechaim Moser, and he had a nice dining room set, the covered." So Chavetz Chaim looked at her in shock and said, You're, "How could you compare me to Rechaim Moser? Rechaim Moser is Malchus, and he's not Nenna from it, and he has to he's a he's a leader of Klai and he has to entertain people in his house. So it's covered Torah. You should have that." So then Chavetz Chaim said that we don't need this we're going to want mostros we're going to want wallpaper next and then we're going to want a, a wall clock we don't need these things but anyway the Chavetz Chaim says that he timed it I think he, I think he says that he got 300 um, 200 words per minute so in one minute a person could do Talmud Torah and Kulam so Rashaimberg he has a whole shtickle on that in this Mishmaris Chaim but basically he says that 
one of the reasons that Torah is connected to Lulav is because there's no other mitzvah that you're doing this. When you shake Lulav, you get one mitzvah, right? But when you learn Torah, literally in one minute, you can do 200 mitzvahs. So there's nothing that has a greater reward and benefit than, than Talmud Torah. And of course, Talmud Torah is connected to Lulav because it is so important. It's the most important mitzvah that the whole world stands on. Um, we're not finished with Aris. Somebody told me that I don't know Chumash, which very well could be. I'm not so insulted because, the, uh, like Tosis and Baba Kama says, the Tanaman Amram sometimes... Um, had problems with uh, quoting Sukkim, whatever that means. But anyway, um, he's actually right and wrong, meaning that I said that um, Peya is found in Parshas Emar, and he said it's in Kedoshim, so we're actually both right. There's two Sukkim, um, and it's Kedai. I'm happy that he corrected me because I forgot to quote a very, very interesting Rashi. So basically, um, we find I said that it was in Parshas Kedoshim, and I said it's very appropriate that it's there, and why I didn't explain. But what I meant to say was that it's talking about how to be a holy person. And by being a generous nation, like the Chinuch explains, as I quoted, in Reish, I think it's Yud Zayin, um, in that mitzvah of, of, of um, Peah, that makes us better people. And so what I was trying to say was that um, it's in Kedoshim because Kedoshim makes us a holy nation. It's all the ways that we have to be Kadosh and Muvdal, separate from being selfish and from being um, people that are um, self-centered and, and to become more generous people. So it's very apropos. In Parshas Emar, we also find a Pasuk. In Perak Chaf Gimel, Pasuk... Um, there's a lot of different laws that are learned from these psukim. I believe I did quote that in the intro as well. But anyway, so Rashi brings down that um, that it's two lavin. It's two lavin, which is interesting. Again, the Torah, when the Torah gives two lavin, it's the chazaka inyan to show us that something's very, very important. Now, he's asking from the context. We know Emar is always, we quoted this earlier, uh, if you were with us in Prochos, Emar is always the, the Moadim. So what in the world, in the middle of the Moadim, it's telling us about these things? So if you think about it, the Pasha reason, it needs to be explained why specifically it, it comes right before Chodesh Hashvib, Echel Chodesh show us Zichron Shur, but right before Rosh Hashanah, and right after Lechem Bikurim, which is, I believe, Shavuot. So it's in the middle. I, I, I believe I have a shot, but let me first read what Rashi says. So Rashi says, um, why is it put here? Pesach Vatzeres Mikan. It's Pesach Vatzeres Mikan, and then Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, um, the Chag and Sukkot Mikan. La Melcha Shekol Anosei and Lekha Shechlopeya. If you give these things, La Ani Karoi properly, Malin Olav the Torah considers Kilu Bana Beis Amigdash Vekarvalov Karbonos Abetocho, which is these Sukkot are talking about the Karbonos of the Yom Tovim. So it's as if you brought that. This is the Torah's Kohen and Perak Yud Gimel Os Yud Beis. So this is what Chazal are saying. Very very brilliant. And again, Rashi seems to be saying it's right in between these because it's right smack in the middle, and the whole idea of of Karbonos is is surrounded by it. The middle is always uh, what everything revolves around, like the famous Gra and the Vav of Gachon, which is the belly and the middle, etc. Okay, in the middle of the Torah, according to the Gemara Kedushin. So, I believe the Pshad is like this, that the whole purpose of a Torah, which is what Shavuos is, um, and Rosh Hashanah, which is also a Rosh Hashanah for, for physical and spiritual, it all depends on you being a generous person. That's why Rekiva says, we have to recommend that Zekhal Gadol Torah, um, and and Idoch Pirusha Zil Gemar. This literally is is one of the makaros for it because here you see it's 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 telling you to be a kind person and your whole life revolves around those two things those those things your whole your whole spiritual life of Shavuos and your whole uh, physical life of Rosh Hashanah. That's that's the side of them. So I believe that that's the remez here. That's how I understand it. Um, so thank you for the person that corrected me on my lack of Chumash knowledge. I had forgotten about that Rashi there, but it's a very very fascinating Rashi that. Why is it as if you built the base of Migdash? Also, maybe because some of the carbonos have to do with... Um, because the carbon is meant to, to, like the Ramban says, it's meant to break your ego. Okay, we haven't even started our page. <laughs> so, uh, one more quick thing from the Nodim Yehuda that I couldn't, uh, you know, skip. 
is that um, it says chita achas poter everything for when you give trumas and maestros really make our din chita achas poter. So the Nodi Behuda says a very fascinating thing in, in your day that he says no one ever said this before me. Which Agav we found Rishonim that have said this. Um, including the Tosis Brit in Kedusha and Daphne Ches, which is amazing to, to know that he was Mechaving to Rishonim, but he says no one ever said this, which also shows that he had Bikias and everything that was, the, all, all the known Torah was known to Nodeh Behuda. But he says a Gavaldic Diak. He says, yes, when you give Chita Achas, it's true, Midoraisa, you it's not Tevel anymore, but you weren't really put to the the, the, the Kree. You, you didn't really do the Mitzvah. The Mitzvah is to be generous. And so again, Chita Achas is Poter, yeah, but the Eved, you did it, but you didn't do the mitzvah properly. And that's a that's a brilliant art in general when we talk about tzedakah. And that actually leads us to today's blot. So I, I hope it was worthwhile that it was lengthy. So I'll, a couple of quick ha'aras, but they all tie into this. So the Gemara actually says explicitly, Gemilas chasadim, that when the Mishnah says Gemilas chasadim, what does that refer to? Hada the begufa, that's with your body. Actually, with your money, there is a limitation as to how much you could give. Okay, and this is like Rav Shimon Lakish, the name of Yehuda Ben Chanina, Nimnu Usha. Now listen to these words because they're very different than the Bavli. Shehe Adam Mafresh Chomish Menachas of Mitzvah that a person should separate a maximum. Well, I'm adding that word of a fifth of his possessions for the mitzvah. Now, one second. If you know what the Gemara, what the um, Bavli says, this is not what the Bavli says at all. The Bavli, when it describes Usha, says Al Yivaz You're not allowed to give more than a Chomish. Now let's just zoom out for a second. We all know that we actually give tzedakah. And again, I misquoted. I said the Chazanish says your putter from um, from these matanos in the fields. Uh, I didn't explain fully. First of all, the Shulchan Aruch says your putter. But the Shulchan Aruch says that it's because the Aniyim are not matzui. So if the Aniyim are matzui, then, uh, then then you would be chayah. But the Chazanish explains that people have bread, um, but they need you know money for, for their living expenses. And that, that's a, that's a Chazanish, what he kind of adds and explains better. And also, like the Shulchan Aruch and the Chazanish point out, uh, you know, again, that if you left it in the field, then, you know, he says that the Gaim would take it. So, and again, there is a mitzvah of, of um, giving tzedakah to, to um, Gaim as well, but this is a, this is a real extra amount. Now, let's, let's um, and this is mostly meant to, to support the Jewish people, Aniyah Ircha Kodim, and our family comes first, etc. So let's just say a quick thing. So um, when we talk about Meister, so we give a tenth. So let's say you made $100,000 this year. So I'm very bad at math. <laughs> let's say you did, a, let's say you got a $1,000 paycheck. So Meiser, and, and, and um, so you, so we we know that you give, um, we know that you would give a um, hundred dollars for Meiser, which out of that thousand that you made. Now that's a tenth. That's not a fifth. A fifth would be two hundred of that. One fifth is two hundred, twenty percent. So there is a movement to give twenty percent of one's of one's money to to Tzedaka, and it's Chomesh, um, and and there's a whole website for it. To, I don't know if a person has to sign up on the website in order to get a Lamaba, but there's a there's a thing, and it's based on the Garasa Gra. The Garasa Gra was written by the Gra before he went to Eretz and he tells his wife, please make sure he, he actually commands her pretty strongly to make sure that you give a chomish. And and my Rebbe Rabbi Asher Rubin sees that's all. He always always quote this Gra that it's Kedida if a person is in a financial place to be able to do it, he could give. But also that the that according to some, he said it was according to the Gra, the bracha of Arikosimach and bracha Abli Dai, which we had earlier. Right, we had a similar drasha of Dai. Um, so that bracha, that is, that aser b'shul shetisaser, actually only refers to someone who gives the chomesh. That bracha, Hashem says, I'll make you rich, b'chanudi gambazos, is only if you give the right amount. Now, this is very tricky because for a lot of us, whatever your salary is, if you're making 100000 a year and you're and you're giving away $10,000 tzedakah, that's very significant versus $20,000 a year of, of Meister money. But it's a, it's an amazing thing to think about, just Yisrael Kedoshim, how we want to do mitzvahs. So, but the problem here is that the Bavli actually says 
that you're not allowed to give more than a fifth of your property. And here it seems to be saying, literally, that a person should give it. So this is a huge problem, and we'll come back and explain it. Um, and it's good to uh, spend some time on it, because it is very relevant about how we give tzedakah. Okay, so let's try to um, make sense out of it. Um, okay, so how do we make sense out of it? So... Um, a couple of interesting ha'aras. So one of them is that the Gra in Shnos Elio actually says that this one-fifth maximum is biblical. It literally, he says it's Medoraisa. I what about um, Usha, where they were asking of this? He explains that it was forgotten and they brought it back. And he has a whole problem in this Gemara because, because the Gemara says um, that Bumamono Yeshla Shir, that his money has a Shir, so that's not mentioned in the Mishnah. So the problem with the Gra is that... Um, The Mishnah is not discussing kindness with your money, because that um, because that does have a, a, a minimal shear. So how you fit the gra in and how you fit the pashup shot in needs to be explained. But that that is one of the problems, um, because um, what's the Mishnah saying that with your money um, that has a measure? If midoraisa really doesn't, um, but midoraisa does it seems to. So how you explain the gra is beyond the scope of this conversation. But just keep that in mind that that's part of what the gra is being medayik. So. I want to I want to say like this: the Rambam in his commentary on the Mishnayos um, basically says that in Usha they required a person to separate a fifth of his possessions. Now and and then he he even illustrates this, which we'll see is actually the key to understanding according to the Chavetz Chaim, which is brilliant. He says that if someone bumps into a poor man in need of food or clothing, it's an avera to give him less than the fifth. So you have to give it. Wow! So that's amazing. Um, so the Chavetz Chaim and Avas Chesed, which is an amazing safer about just being kind and about tzedakah and a footnote in Perak Yotes. So he resolves this and he says like this. He says there are two different takanas of Usha. He said one of them is a general klal that one is not supposed to give away more than a fifth of his possessions. And that's talking about just in general, if you want to give tzedakah. That's talking about where no one's coming to collect. There's no need in front of you. However, if a person... Um, sees aniyim that are in front of him that literally need the money, then you're mechuyiv to give away a fifth of your property to give it to them. And a fifth doesn't mean a fifth of what you have left, a fifth of what, because the Gemara itself explains that it's a fifth of your karen once it comes in, then a fifth of profits of extra stuff that come in, which is which is important. The Gemara explains that beforeish, but you need that to be said. Yushalmi is saying, you have an obligation to give people even more. So therefore, when the Vilna Gon wrote in his Igaris to his wife that please make sure that you always give a fifth, that's because people in Vilna were abjectly poor. His wife was a ball, was ran a tzedakah fund, right? Kiadua. So she was always encountering poor people who were literally, you know, begging her for money. Um, there's a famous story with the Gron and her his wife and a friend that made a, um, you know, a deal that they would come back. Not, not, not for now right now. Um, but anyway, so that's what the Gra is saying. That the Gra is saying that when somebody is actively in need, then you have a chiv give away a fifth of your principal and then profit. And that's an amazing thing. That's a chavetz chaim reconciles. And so what I well, the takeaway from here, I know it was long, but basically we're trying to become generous people who love Hashem and love doing mitzvahs and love others. So let's take a moment to think about our tzedakah habits as we learn through peah. And instead of looking, I remember I, I when I, I ran a kitchen in a certain yeshiva and there was a very rich person that came to me and said, you know, I'm, I've worked out with the yeshiva that I'm sponsoring. Um, I'm giving a couple of, you know, people that don't have money. I'm giving them Shabbos meals. And I thought that was amazing. And he came in. He was a very, very wealthy person. And he showed me that, okay, you're going to be making a fish platter. So basically, like, okay, here's 10 names of people that need it. Here's, um, you know, $100. Go buy some gefilte fish, make it, and deliver it. That was it. And I remember judging and saying, like, what in the world? Uh, I was young and I was immature. But then I, at that moment, I actually had a very important einfall. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm judging this guy that I think he could afford more. Maybe he can't. 
right? We all, we all know the um, Kalar Abasi story about Rabbi Tarfin, that Rabbi Kiva told him you could afford more. It wasn't that Rabbi Tarfin wasn't giving tzedakah, he just, Rabbi Kiva said that you could do more. Um, so I looked at him and I said, you could do more. And then I said to myself, stop looking at other people. Try to look at yourself and try to figure out the most generous that you could do. And there's lots to, there's lots to work on in that domain that I don't need to be looking at other people. Anyway, I hope this was interesting for you about Chumash and um, I hope you have a great day. Thanks for joining me.